Hello, hello. I am back here. I'm sorry that I missed last week with another episode of Down and Dirty with Denise. I'm sorry that I took a week off and now we're back. And we're back with a very, very, very funny guy who I have... Uh, I've been in a Weeding Out the Stone show with him. I've also been in Ridgewood with him where he hosted a great outdoor show with the guest that was on my last most recent episode. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm Connor Dixon. I'm a comedian here in uh, New York City. Uh, met Dana a few times and I'm excited to be here. I'm going to correct you because you're not the only one. My name is really hard, and it's so. Oh, I Denise. It's Denise. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually knew that, but that's the thing. I. <laughs> but it's okay. My like, bad. I'm a little hungover. Parafan also said it wrong, and we were so we were already like halfway through recording. Oh, and he but kept like, doing it. It's everybody. Yeah, it, it's it's everybody, and the thing is, is that you know, it's not like I have my best friends on this. Yeah. Podcast. Well, I'm well, hold on. But I hosted a show that you were on, and I definitely said it right then. You did. I did, right? Okay. You did you did? Because I told you, I'm, I'm always. I'm just. Like, I'm not a morning person, even though we're. It's even though it's technically afternoon right now. Well, but it's a Sunday, <laughs> and I will say that although I definitely am a responsible human that no longer wastes my Sundays. Yeah. I. It is hard for me to get up. Like. Yeah. I want to lounge around. Like I wouldn't have asked you to record at noon if I didn't have to go downtown if you asked me earlier than noon i would have said no right, <laughs> this, right, this is right. this is but this is good it's good to start my day i i got i got my coffee i'm hanging out my girlfriend's in the other room okay, watching well, something you, you know? just answered my first question essentially which is what's your current relationship status yeah i'm in a long-term monogamous relationship we've been together for like uh seven and a half years it's a long yeah. long long time we've lived together now for a few too okay so I have a couple follow-ons. Yeah. How old are you and how old were like, when did you meet? How old were you when you met? Yep. Yeah, I met my girlfriend when I was in college, um, but we weren't, we didn't date like right out the gate. Okay. Uh, we just kind of hung out, hooking up a bit. And then yeah. uh, eventually, yeah, 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 college. So um, I guess we started dating officially like when I was 21. Okay. Okay. Are you, how old are you now? 27? I'm 28, 28, 28. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. 28 doesn't feel so bad to me. I am 10 years older than you, but it doesn't feel the you way. You only look like four years older. You only look like four. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I, I only look 30. Yeah. yeah that's what I try. That's what I yeah. try. Um, and my bangs are pulled back right now. So you could really see my good Botox on my face. Oh yeah. The forehead's very, I, I, I'm going to start doing that myself. I'm honestly going to get, Bo yeah. my mom's a big Botox person. Okay, I, okay. I grew up in the Botox culture, so I'm definitely going to Botox the shit out you of anything what? I can. You have to, I don't understand why men don't, uh, only celebrity men. Like yeah. the average man doesn't, I don't know why. And it doesn't like, um, I did a show in, Gowanus at the mm -hmm. Anvil Hills Creamery. Yeah, Nick Hopping's Nick Hopping show. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. The follow mode and Dean David. This is I, I can blow. It's not blowing up a spot if you know Dean David. Yeah, which is I know Dean. It's a very. He's a beautiful man. Oh yeah, but he's small. He's tiny. Like yeah, it's fine. Nine, but yes, yeah, good I'm also five nine. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, but he's not five nine. He's like five seven. 
and he's very skinny. He's skinny. I, I, but I, I like Dean. I like Dean. I thought we were saying nice things about Dean. <laughs> Which, you're like, I'm not blowing up his spot, but let's list all of Dean's flaws. <laughs> you're small and skinny. No, no, no. But he, he's also, um, I think he's also part Israeli like me. He's definitely Jewish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Dean David is like such an easy, perfect Hebrew name like people probably don't even realize I was like you need to go places with that name but the point of that story really is I said something about Botox and he was like what did you look like before and I was like the same yeah (laughs) it's not plastic surgery no it's it's a smooth forehead it's not a renovation it's just maintenance yeah you know what (laughs) you've learned a lot from your mother she did well yeah she's a she would show up to like she's a single mom, so she'd show up to all my like sporting events. Okay. Looking like she was about to go hit a, a club in downtown Chicago. Oh, shit. It was ridiculous. Yeah. She okay. was, I had was that raised, kind of mom. I was raised by a single mama too. So I have questions. Okay, where where yeah. did you grow up? Oh, uh Chicago, like suburbs of Chicago. Oh nice. Okay, um, okay. Well, I was born out here, but I, I we were in the suburbs of Chicago by the time I was like three. So okay. that's all all I know. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I, I have one sibling, but then I have two half siblings and I had two step siblings. So that's it's like a okay. remarriage twice. One worked, one didn't. Your and mom I was had, remarried twice. She remarried twice as no, no. She remarried once, got divorced. My dad remarried and that stuck. Okay, so your half siblings are from your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got so my, my, my dad got remarried, had two kids. They're like um ten years younger than me. And then my mom, when she got remarried, the guy had um two kids that were the same, pretty much the same age as me and my brother, actually. So Okay, okay. That was nice. And then they got divorced. Your mom. Yeah, yeah. That was a it was not a great marriage for sure. <laughs> okay. Are you are you close with your dad? Yeah. I, I Okay. We my dad, we're close in the way that like a good friend is close. You know what I mean? Like we, we can get a little more intimate sometimes, but um, it's more of like a, a fun relationship. I think okay. that's a divorce thing though, right? Like your dad gets to be like the fun one for a lot of your childhood. No, yeah, that, so, that's how my divorce went. Okay. So that's not, I, how, I didn't get divorced, but <laughs> how, um, I, and I, I like to talk to guys that were raised by a single mama. Yeah. To yeah. Try to figure well, out. Cause I should, I should, yeah. pair, I should clarify. They had split custody though. Eventually it became more like, I was still spending a lot more time at my mom's. Right, right, right. And okay, and like so- and getting divorced at that young, like most of my like um, memories, like of important childhood moments, are going to be with my mom. Right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. yeah, because my father totally was out of the picture. He Fully out, like nothing, not nothing. even a birthday card. So, um, so there was um a lot of stuff. I, I still saw him for a little bit when I was mm-hmm. young. Um, my sister is five years older, and and so there was a period of of a few years where she, because my father was abusive, and I talk about this openly. Oh, okay. Um. So I mean, emotionally and mentally to us, like mm-hmm. he never hit us or, or or whatever, but very emotionally and mentally abusive. And so my sister wouldn't see him anymore, like for visitation rights. Okay. Um, like, you know, he didn't have, it was, it, it was, it was never 50, 50 custody. It was like, we lived with my mom and we would see him. Like uh, sparingly. Like every other weekend I would okay. see there yeah, and yeah. every Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that was by myself. Cause my sister was done already. And then I, yeah. I was so little, I was 
four and a half, five years old when my mm-hmm. parents first got separated. And then by the time I was nine, I realized it's amazing that a nine-year-old can realize this. I was like, oh, this isn't normal. Like, yeah. I don't want to be treated like this. And he and he also wouldn't pay. He, would, he was barely paying child support. And like, it was a constant fight. So basically at the end of the day, we decided me, my mom, my sister, like as a family, sort of, but me the most, because I was the last person that was seeing him. Uh, uh, we want a peaceful life and 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 he's not going to pay for us anyway. We're not going to go back to court to fight for child support. Uh, we're done. Like, I'm, okay. I'm done. So, um, and there's been things here and there. Uh, he would send a birthday card maybe once a year. The weirdest thing was when while I was still in law school, because I'm a lawyer by day, yeah, yep. um, a friend of law of my law school happened to be at some function, like a family Jewish event, whatever that he that other people were at that knew him, my father, and and he was going around telling everybody how his daughter's in law school. And like they were talking about it and the girl that I knew that was there came back and was like, I felt that was weird because I know that you're open about like not having a relationship with your father, but people are talking about it. Like he had, I was like, like he had anything to do with my success. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know how that goes. It's like, you know, but I feel like because you had still a relationship with your father. No, it's a positive one. You know, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have like, I think pretty good family relationships. It would definitely yeah. was rocky when you, you know, are dealing with like divorces. I'm sure, yeah. you know, um, definitely a few times where I like was probably a dickhead myself. <laughs> I definitely, yeah. my mom and I get along very well now that we see each other three times a year. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'll say. <laughs> yeah. So she's still in Chicago. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She's, uh, she's uh, everybody's in Chicago. My mom and dad live, um, 10 minutes apart from each other. Oh, wow. Okay. They live in like basically the same town. And does your mom date? Does she have a boyfriend now or anything? I don't. I don't think so. She could though. Like it. It wouldn't shock me if she's. I think she's keeping it casual these days. She did tell me she's never going to get married again. Okay. Yeah. Um. But she's also definitely young and probably out. I'm sure she's. You know. There's. I'm sure there's stuff going on that she's not going to tell me. No. <laughs> no. She's probably doing that type of relationship. It'd be my guess. <laughs> okay. So my mom is a serial monogamous. So after okay. my father, she had a 17 year relationship. That's a long one. Not, not yeah. no marriage, no marriage in that no, one. No, she never wanted to get married again. Too. Okay, so her yeah, my mom's thing, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her big thing was like, I need to make sure my girls are okay, and nobody else can tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, independent woman doesn't need no man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm all fucked up. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm Everything's gonna up. fuck you up, but that probably will too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I just really, um. I just really am taking, I guess, taking my sweet time to yeah. find the right guy. Like I just your mom's a serial monogamous, but you're not. You you're it was my sister. Oh yeah. But you you're are you that or no? Or do you have like no. some of that in you? No? I mean, I've had relationships. Um, I've had like I had a live-in boyfriend, like a serious long-term mm-hmm. relationship where we did talk about marriage. Thank God I did not marry him. <laughs> Oh my God. The best thing I ever did was kicking him out of my apartment. <laughs> I lived with my friend for a week to get, be like, get the fuck out. I'll give you this apartment for a week. Like get the fuck out. Get all your shit. Get all what, your shit. Why, why that, why, why that blow up? Oh, any, he, was any... he, he was my father. Like I dated okay. my father. So I've gotten that yeah. out of my system. Yeah. It's one and done. One and done. One and done. <laughs> right. Right. 
I think he's married now. Good riddance. Good luck. Good Good luck. Yeah, good luck for that wife. Um, And then I've had other less serious relationships more in my 20s. It was a lot of those. I feel like it's so typical for so many people in their 20s. A lot of those on and off for so long, but with like no real commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in my 30s, I had a bunch of short term intense relationships and then the serious live-in boyfriend relationship and then that I broke up with him a little over three years ago and since then I've had two short-term committed relationships okay um like a few months here and a few months there I've had two Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. them in the past three years and then I guess sort of dating around and now I'm just in a place uh like, I just, I can't budge on certain things. Like, I'm not trying to be picky, but like, I have yeah. a pattern of uh, dating broke ass dudes who put me in a financial peril. <laughs> I've heard that before. I, I personally don't totally understand how people end up in that situation, but a lot of people do. I mean, there's a lot of... Uh... A lot of people do. Yeah. Um, I was asked yesterday... A lot of guys misrepresent themselves in New York, too. Like, oh, it's, it's very easy to... Yes. <laughs> delusions of grandeur yeah big time that's my ex delusions of grandeur meanwhile you're making 15 dollars an hour and i'm a fucking lawyer not to be a bitch like that but come on you need to have a salary and health insurance and a 401k i'm not Mm -hmm. asking for too much it's Mm -hmm. not crazy what i'm asking for a 401k please i don't want to work forever let's retire yeah, if you don't have a 401k, and I mean, you're talking about dudes in their 30s without a 401k, that's a yes. problem. That's a problem. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a problem. Um, so yesterday, um, uh, actually, my new personal trainer, who happens to be a comedian also, um, he asked me, do you, because we were talking about this, you got to have a, if you're going to invest in a personal trainer, mm-hmm. it's not just the physical part. Like, he is amazing and like leans out models. And I'm like, I'm five, nine, make me look like a model. Like, okay. <laughs> um, but, but also you want to have chatty time with them. Like mm-hmm. it's so much, mm-hmm. like you got to be able to talk and feel comfortable. Like, um, so, so we talk about this stuff and he, um, asked me when I was telling him about the broke ass dudes, he was like, do you think that men are intimidated by you? You're like a lawyer slash comedian. I was like, yes. But what's crazy is not the broke ones. The broke no, ones. They, they, they have no intimidation whatsoever. Yeah. They like don't care. They're like, oh, she can. I got nothing to lose. Writer. I think it's a nothing to lose situation. Oh. Or or maybe that. Maybe it's that what you just said. <laughs> Hop on this free ride. Yeah. Free ride. I mean, and what's crazy, like, okay, for instance, my first date with my broke ass ex we went to one bar and he paid for the drinks and the second bar he turns to me and goes so you get this round and I started laughing in his face I go that's not how I go on first dates (laughs) I was like I mean yeah you would offer if you were going to do that and I don't I don't offer on the first few (laughs) dates I'm sorry I'm not Mm -hmm, I'm an mm -hmm. elder millennial you got to fucking treat me on the first few dates if you're my friend I'm super generous with friends you know, like I like mm-hmm. when you have friends where you can treat each other to things and you're not nickeling and diming each other. Like, yeah, you don't have to worry about the uh, the the Venmo dance is what I call it. That I know. Little... And I have one friend that gets me. I hate that shit. Venmo her. And I'm like, it makes me feel better, better to Venmo you. 
Yeah, it, we should. I think we're at the point now where Venmoing back and forth, it should be a nothing. It should be. It should be fine. There shouldn't be any anxiety yeah. attached to it. I still have a little bit, but I do it now. I do it. I need the Venmo, and I have no qualms about sending Venmo requests to my sister. I do it on the regular. Oh yeah, I send it to my girlfriend all the time. I'm not fucking. These groceries aren't free. Yeah. <laughs> we're splitting it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we pay for things back and forth. We're but you know, like for those kind of purchases, like uh, we tend to Venmo. Yeah. Yeah. So, so since you've been living together for a while, when COVID first hit, you guys mm -hmm. were already living together. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, definitely a test. It was tough. Um, cause neither of us had worked from home before even, and okay. we were in a one bedroom. So we had to turn our one bedroom into too many offices. Mm. Um, and just the general stress of COVID was nuts. I mean, going grocery shopping was like, they they had hours where only old people could yes. go into the grocery shop, right? I don't know if they yeah. had that in your neighborhood, but. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had it everywhere. All those like extra little stresses were like nuts. But I mean, we we handled it well. I think we, we, it was pretty seamless, actually. We didn't really fight or anything like that. Oh, that's great. I think there was so much stress uh, like externally that you couldn't even think about your internal stress okay. a little bit, okay. at least in the beginning. Were you worried about your mom living by herself in Chicago? Not really. She's in pretty good shape. And she actually, my mom is a pharmaceutical sales rep. So oh. like tons of doctor friends. So she's like, um, of all people to be worried about, she's in her fifties still. So she's not crazy old. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't really worried about her. Okay. I was worried like going to visit if I would be the one, you don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, I saw my family once in a year and a half and I fucking killed grandma. You know, you don't want... <laughs> You don't want to be that guy. No, no, no. <laughs> um, are you watching Dope Sick on Hulu? I, yeah, I love that show. Okay, your mom is a nicer person than those. Yeah, my mom. Okay, I actually. Yeah, that's funny you bring that up. Um, I did. I my mom hates it. I'll be like, hey, big pharma. You know, you guys suck. <laughs> and my mom will take it personally. I don't say you guys suck. I'm just like I subtle. I was watching Dope Sick. I texted her and I was like, um. You got to watch this show. Michael Keaton's so good at acting. Man, oh, yeah. pharma's really fucked up. But I like, oh, like, yeah. I just stick the needle in a little bit, and she yeah. takes it. Um, do you very know what, Do you know which meds she sells? Yeah, she never sold um, painkillers or anything. It's like she. I I don't know what she's currently selling. Um, at one point, she was selling stints when I was a kid. It was like a oh. take your kid to work day, and I like went to a, a. It was the lamest thing to bring a kid to. I'm like nine. Yeah. I'm just like walking through a hospital, which is either scary as shit or boring as hell. Yeah. There's no in between at a hospital. It's either the scariest thing you've ever seen in your life, or it's yeah. just like, why am I in a weird warehouse? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only two modes. So are yeah, um, good. Stinks? Yeah, no, no, she doesn't. I think she did sell Nucenta, and What's that actually that? is a that actually is a painkiller. But I don't know if it's an opioid. Okay. And I, it's not one of the, um, it's not in that uh, Xanax, oxycotton family. Right, right, right. That show is so good, though. Holy oh shit. my god, so good. And and um, I'm like, I don't. It's like it's known. They actually don't mention it on the show, which I'm really happy about because I don't mm. need more anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. But the Sackler family is huge. Jew they're huge Jewish family. Yeah, they didn't really bring that up. No, thank God, because yeah. like I, I'm not responsible for what they do. 
But um, like they are, they're the um, med school at Tel Aviv University is Sackler Med School. Is it still that? Because I, I did see at the end of Dope Sick, they were taking all that stuff down at like right, a bunch of Right, right. Um... Um, I don't know um, mm -hmm. if they do that now. Like it was known, like I lived in Tel Aviv for a while. Okay. Um, and it was known like, oh, he's, oh, that guy's in Sackler. Okay. He's going to be a doctor. Like I should go out with him. Like okay. that's how people talked about it. I mean, they, they were the richest of the richest. No, like they, they oh, yeah. were just fucking big ballers, big ballers and fucking, I mean, literally they caused the opioid crisis. Yeah, like, it was, ballers. it was jarring how ruthless they were about like, just no regard for human life. Uh, oh yeah. Quote. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, they didn't give a fuck. That, no. that was the crazy thing. I thought, maybe, you know, you know, it's bad. You know that there's like um, con men involved, but you don't realize how corrupt it was at the top until you see a show like that and read about the uh -huh. lawsuits, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Rudy Giuliani was the fact that player. he was involved. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Man, he's having a rough second half of his career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. Like, we Fuck. didn't even care in New York that he married his cousin. Because we yeah, were he, like, you saved us for 9-11. You helped he, build us up. He defended marrying his cousin. And we're like, we'll let that one slide. But right. <laughs> the rest of this shit, no go. <laughs> it is crazy what people get away with. Oh, and, yeah. Like, why? I guess it makes you think, like, why are some people canceled for nothing and then other people just get away with the weirdest, grossest or horrific prejudice things and they're fine? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, the politician ones are always weird because they're so good with like legalese that like they can muddy the waters enough that, mm -hmm. you know, you're eventually like 10 years. Well, we're not going to know what actually happened until they're dead. Like, that's what politicians are good at. They'll be able to. That's yeah. why they it takes longer to get them in trouble for stuff that if a, you know, I, I don't really like if, a, if I did something, I'd be fucking in jail. No question. And if a yeah. comedian, if, if a politician does it, they can muddy the waters. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. They know how to, they know Play the how game, to talk. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, like as a lawyer, yeah, I, yeah, you're a lawyer. Yeah. So you probably know a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I settle cases and I know how to negotiate, but I, I actually think the reason that I do well when I settle cases is because I don't bullshit. I'm so mm -hmm. transparent and so many lawyers are so bullshitty. It's like, I'm like, listen, this is, we're not going to get there today. Okay. I, I, let me take it back to my client. Like, we're mm -hmm. not going to get there. You're not, I'll just like, I've even said your number's crazy. Like yeah. I've literally said to a plaintiff's attorney, like, cause I'm a defense attorney, like your number's crazy. You were not on the same planet right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like and and it's like that's where they it's it's like if you pussyfoot i like using pussyfoot lately a great word great <laughs> it's is it one word or two i don't know <laughs> As, asking for a friend uh <laughs> if you pussyfoot around everything it takes so long to get things done and if you just ask a question or tell the truth like my client's never gonna take like never gonna pay that like you got to come down significantly. Like you're so above and beyond what my cl client thinks this case is worth. Mm -hmm. You know, pussyfooting. It's like then we g continue litigation and we don't talk about it anymore. You know, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. or he makes his client he or she, I should say, makes yeah, yeah. makes 
His, his, they, his or her client. They. The, the, the lawyer. <laughs> Can we talk about this? I hope, I, I don't want to get canceled, but but you, are you a millennial technically? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm t 28. I'm pretty sure I'm, yeah, I'm millennial. And then like Gen Z is like anybody under 23. I oh, think, okay. I think like I, 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 I'm solidly in the millennial camp. Okay. I know that we don't have a because you're language. you're ten years older than me, right? Yeah, ten years. Okay. I'm an elder millennial. It starts okay. at eighty-one, and I was born in eighty-three. Yeah, these it's generations almost, are weird, though. They always yeah. like they kind of like bleed into each other, and I'm like, eh. I know, and it's like there's too much. Like, like, would you ever go to a '90s dance party? Do you even know '90s? Yeah, music like no. That? I mean, well, I do. I'm like huge into like grunge and stuff like that. If you can okay. tell by the flannel and the fucking stupid hat I'm wearing, um, I, I, I love like '90s alternative, but I didn't. Okay. Um, like the first bands I remember being current and big in my life were like In Sync, Britney yeah. Spears. It was like the boy band Boom in the. That was yeah. like the first time that I was like aware of cultural stuff. Right. 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 So like. 90s is I, I feel like that's where we like you'd probably be more into like 1999 and forward like yeah yeah thousands would be anything I like from the 90s I did not have an experience listening to it mm -hmm. when it came out right okay okay I get that yeah but what I was gonna say is like I know that um English language is like our language isn't perfect nobody wants to be called it but mm -hmm. they they is plural yeah, it can get tricky. It can get tricky. There's probably a who's on first bit lingering there somewhere. But um, yeah. I'm not yeah. one entity. I mean, I don't want to be called it, but, you know, I, I, I have, you know, I have friends that are um, non-binary and trans. And I think the main thing is intent. I think once yeah. you know somebody, they can know your intent. I think it's more when somebody doesn't know you and they like it would feel uncomfortable for somebody that you don't know to say like the wrong pronoun versus yeah. if I know somebody I'd be like, hey, I've I've done it before. I've said, hey man, and they're uh, non-binary, and they don't give a fuck because they know me, right. so it's fine. I mean, people say that to me too, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, bro. Yeah, I no, I, that's a casual funny. example. I, I, there's certain things that if you're offended by, like, you have every right to be offended, but calm down. If, if I think we know intent more than we give ourselves credit for. Yes. Okay. I have a follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Non-binary. What? Yeah does that exactly mean i'm i'm definitely the wrong person <laughs> to ask what non-binary means um but i could give you i mean i, I it's like uh you don't identify you're fluid uh, you don't really identify with either gender so you choose uh to just not identify right okay i mean it's like the naf you know it's like none of the above type stuff <laughs> yeah but I don't know. I mean, I know. sometimes I feel like we jump the shark. Like when AOC said that men menstruate too. No. Well, that, well yeah, that's stupid. That's a dumbass no, thing. No, trans men that are still. I bled out of my ass, but I didn't call that menstruation. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that We're not there. menstruating on the red. No, no, no. Like, come on. It's like the the female parts are causing a trans man if if the if he still has them to continue getting his period. And I know, and it's weird to say his period, but, um, and that's sometimes I know that they, it stays that way if they want to get pregnant, you know, like, it, mm -hmm. like they might not change it until after having children or never at all. But to say that men menstruate, I mean, we have to sort of be okay with some science and biology. That's what I feel as an elder millennial. I'm not trying to be, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. call yourself whatever you want, but to talk about 
menstruation and abortion as not a woman's issue. Bill Maher has a whole thing. He's been talking about this for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. It, it, it also takes away from the plight of, of women, especially in Texas right now, you know, not to get so political on this. No, 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 no. I, I agree. I agree. That's like, um, I, I'm like pretty left. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a Bernie guy. I'm a big, okay, uh, Bernie I'm guy. like far left. I'm pretty far left wing. Um, but like the left is really bad at smoke screening themselves all the time. Oh, yeah. We do the stupidest shit. It's like, here's the thing that we want to get done. And then within that fucking thing, you create a mini argument between the left uh-huh. and then they undermine themselves. And then even when they win a fucking election, they don't get shit done. Um, and that's mostly from the moderate left, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we do that shit constantly. That, that what you just brought up. Yeah, there's, there's big issues in Texas. And then there's going to be a fraction of the people trying to do the right thing. And they get fucking smoke screened into debate about pronouns, you know? Exactly, exactly. Let's. That's what drives me nuts yeah. about uh, liberals, and I identify as like very liberal, but. Yeah, I'm pretty liberal myself. I mean, I'm I'm more uh, I'm more even keeled though and rational. Yeah. You know, and I I've been. Oh, I'm rational, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, I mean the Uber. I don't think the extreme left or the extreme right. I don't think either of them are rational. Yeah. I think extreme on both sides is fucking up this country. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you never want, if you are, if you feel so strongly about your opinion that you're going to go into extremism, that's a problem for sure. Exactly. Exactly. We, we need to be able, and we also need to be able to talk to each other. I will not talk to Trump supporters though. I'm not budging yeah. on that one. I hate that. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I worked for Trump hotels actually. Really? You know that? Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not kidding. I I'm the type of liberal that when I was in high school, I would like read Karl Marx. That's like the type of shit that I was oh, I'm like debating I, in study hall when everybody wants to take a nap. I'm like getting into fights with like religious right people in my Okay. I, I mean, I've I've much I've since much more calmed down. I I'm yeah. like a nihilist at this point. I don't give a shit about anything. But um <laughs> uh I worked for Trump hotels and that was fucking bonkers because everybody in New York even if you're a Republican in New York, you hated Trump. Yes. Everybody hated him and we're in his hotel and we just had to deal with like people being like, you work for him. It's like, no, it's a job. <laughs> right, right. It's a job. It's a job. I totally understand. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I mean, he, he, one time Trump tweeted, uh, no, he didn't tweet. Somebody tweeted that Trump's campaign lines were out so that instead call his hotels. And we were just getting calls left and right of people being like, fuck you, you suck. And I'm like, I just want to, I'm just trying to book a few group business. I'm, I'm like, I'm just I'm trying to make sure the bars are running correctly. I don't care about the politics. Right, right, right. Do you yeah, still we were just getting bombarded. No, no, I left. I mean, dude, we had to, as soon as we, the whole time that that was going on, we're like, all right, I signed the job to work for in 2015. Trump was not running yet, though. Trump was like right. a regular asshole. It's like, oh, we hate this fucking guy, but he's funny to laugh at. Right. Um, he can't damage the country. Right. At that point. And then yeah. two months after I sign on to do the job, he comes on TV and he's like, Mexicans are rapists. They're ruining the country. I'm going to make America great again. I'm going to be president. And I was Ugh. like, motherfucker. But it's my first job out of college. I can't okay. like change my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, and then the whole time he's running, we're like, this sucks. I hate that my friends are like giving a shit, but he's going to lose the primary, right? Oh, we're going to yeah. be fine. And then he wins the primary. We're like, well, that was nuts, but Hillary, right? We're good. We're good. 
that 538 do you remember when trump got elected in the yeah. 538 prediction and all the oh my god the models um it was so awful. when it was like november 3rd 2016 we had a morning meeting we all wore all black we went to a funeral uh-huh and immediately everybody in that hotel was leaving left and right yeah i i i always say i sat shiva for a week shiva in judaism is yeah, yeah. i know shiva after. okay okay <laughs> i I'm, I'm i a lot of people think i'm jewish now that i'm in new york oh <laughs> um, really uh, I get mistaken for Jewish all the time. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Like you never curly know. Hair. Sometimes I think that people can look Jewish and sometimes I don't. Like, but I have, I have pretty good Judar. Yeah. Pretty good Judar. I'm like 100% Irish pretty much. Okay. 75. 75% Irish. Okay. I, I love Ireland. Have you been? No, I've never been. <gasps> uh, it's a, My dad has been. He's 100%. Um, and we're definitely, we got to go at some point. Whether it's with my dad or my mom, I'm, I'm, I, that's like a... That's a big trip. That's on the bucket list. Oh, Dublin is such a cool city. Yeah. It's so, it's, How big it's is Dublin? So, like, is it a big city or is it like a... Good question. So it, it it definitely feels like a real city, but it's not like New York. Like, I walk yeah, yeah. the whole thing with my friend. Like, we, you can walk everywhere. It's fun. It's is it like Charlotte or is it smaller than even that? I've never been to Charlotte. Okay. Or just like that. You know what I mean? Like that 500,000 size city where there's a distinct know. downtown. What? What's like DC? I lived in DC for a while. Oh, I did too, actually. I lived in DC for two months. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, DC, I love DC. I don't know how big it is, but yeah, it's like a little spread out then, but like there's a downtown. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know. I guess, but we walked a lot. It was great. There is like mm -hmm. so much going on. It's super fun. Um, Everything in Europe is just so old, but like in a cool way. It's like, whoa. Cool like <laughs> in America, everything's like, nothing's that old here i know i know it doesn't look the same i say that all the time i love europe mm -hmm. like i can't wait to travel again do you have any big trips that you're planning um we're gonna do portugal my mom was uh born in the azores of portugal because okay. um her dad uh who's still alive my grandfather uh good dude he is he was he was an air force eye doctor so they were in oh, portugal sweet. when she was born she doesn't remember any of it. It's like she was raised in Portugal, but she has a connection to it. So um, okay. we're going to do like a two-week trip there. That got canceled by COVID. We were already yeah, going to okay. do it. And then I don't know about you, but my the weddings are fucking up my vacation plans. I don't know if you oh, have had a lot of weddings. Or, but... No, it's your age. You're 28. Yeah, or weddings wedding. nonstop. So you age out of it? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, what time? Because I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, you age out of it. I mean, I just recently had uh, a close friend's wedding, like her bachelorette and her whole wedding. It was like a weekend away. That's mm -hmm. the first time I've had that in a while. I'm trying to think. Like most of my friends that are married, except for her, they got married uh, by the time we turned 30, sort of. Okay. Uh, and then... And then now it's like people are single or they're getting like I have a bunch of friends that like got engaged like now in our 30s. Mm -hmm. Like are they doing the smaller weddings too in the late later 30s though, right? Okay, well, not this weekend away. Okay. Thing okay. that I just had. Oh uh, yeah, it was a big one. Yeah. And it was a whole weekend, but most people don't oh. do that anymore because it's we're old. Like it's kind of silly, you know. Mm -hmm. But my, one of my best guy friends from college, he got engaged. And they're trying to do a December, January wedding, which is oh, like, I hate uh, that shit. Dude, it's November. I had a New Year's Eve wedding. 
That would actually be fun. I don't like it. I, I don't like it, and here's why. I Okay. Your wedding. Okay, I have another one. Fourth of July. I'll shout him out. Sean Hardison, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Your wedding date sucks. Um, Fourth of July wedding. Now I lose the Fourth of July. Like I, I lose the freedom of celebrating a holiday that I like in the way I want to because you're co-opting. Your wedding yeah. should be a separate holiday. Make it on a fucking what, your anniversary is what? Can it be July 4th? That sucks. Yeah. So I agree with you on that because that's like a long weekend, right? Yeah. But New Year's Eve, I feel like that's a great way to party and celebrate. I guess it, if you don't have plans, I guess it's a. I don't know. I don't. I didn't like it. I'd rather just have New Year's Eve. Uh, with, I, it was more the the amount of people I know there, and then like their parents are there, and I'm like, I don't want to celebrate New Year's Eve next to this 57 year old who's like <laughs> judging me on my third glass of fucking champagne. You know, like let me yeah. let me live. Let me live. It's. Well, too yeah. stuffy. It's too stuffy for me. I'm not a I'm not a button okay. type. Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, do you like New Year's Eve? Do you have a lot of plans? Not really. I just I it's more that's more of like just a general statement. Like okay. if you if you do something on a holiday, the holiday's enough. You don't need to add an extra little flair to unless it's like St. Patrick's Day or a made up one. Even though I'm Irish, but that's a fucking bullshit holiday. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but like, if it's a big holiday, let the holiday be the holiday, not right. you. Right. Okay. Okay. I get That's what. my view. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're going to tell me that you've been engaged on New Year's Eve 10 times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, no, I don't have any, I guess, I guess if, 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 uh, this friend, if they really do plan a wedding for December, January, that yeah. would be my next wedding. I mean, I always think for me, cause I'm a winter like, wedding. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind. My sister had a winter wedding. Yeah. Um, it was fine, but, uh, it's more like, uh, are you planning it? Cause you're mm -hmm. not giving anybody any time. It's already November. Wait, uh, you're saying in two months or in a year? No, in two months. That's crazy. <laughs> That's that's it's probably going to be small. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep it real small if it's in two months. Yeah, yeah. My sister was engaged in September and got married in January. She planned everything. Okay. Like no. That's like a six month turnaround though. That's still not even four, four, four. Four. Yeah. Okay. And 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 you have to be decisive. Here's the thing. Yeah. You if you're going to plan a wedding quickly, you have to fucking make decisions and mm -hmm. just keep that shit moving i'd be so good at it yeah like i could go boom 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 look like that like that i'm very decisive with that stuff i That's don't come in haw and whatever i don't do that shit yeah i'm not i'm not that best with that i'm i'm definitely better than my girlfriend she's so f indecisive it oh, can no. be it can is be she, an issue sometimes is she a gemini uh she is a sagittarius oh okay okay she moved uh Sagittarius notoriously like um like to move around a lot and and like try different jobs like they they they're very all over the place sometimes yeah she, she definitely she definitely has some of that yeah okay okay no what doubt um you? what sign are you I'm a Pisces okay I am a late water. February birthday yeah, yeah water, water sign mm -hmm. yeah I don't I don't follow it too much but I know a little bit cancer yeah I follow it a lot yeah, I could tell. I could tell by the questions you were asking. It'd be weird if you were like, oh, I don't know much about it. <laughs> I know. I follow it a lot, and I pay astrologers to tell me that everything is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had two astrologers that I paid for readings recently both tell me 
like, don't worry about dating. Like nothing mm-hmm. good is going to happen. Like you're not going to really meet anybody. Like wait till like, you know, after the new year, like then you'll start like maybe March you'll, you'll be with somebody. And I was like, okay, great. I'm off the apps. Did you, so you never did the apps. No. So I did do the apps a little bit, but I did the apps because so my junior year of um, college, we were not in a relationship. We like had been hanging out previously. She was studying abroad. Okay. And then the Tinder boom happened, I feel like overnight. It was yes. like I came back to college at Penn State for the spring semester and all Ooh, of a sudden. Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Penn State grad. Um, I have a friend that's a Penn State grad. You people are culty. I'm not that way. But yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's she, a fucking cult. Her father has a house there and is yeah. teaching there at Penn State now. And, and, and football game, like, like unreal. Like her kids have like Penn State football jersey, oh. like whatever. Yeah, I, my roommate, like freshman year, it was like he only applied. People there would be like, I applied to one school and one school only. And it's like, dude, there's a whole country out here. In Penn State, it's like if you get into Penn State, you're probably not a dumbass. You could go elsewhere. Right, you can get. Right. I mean, I went 10 hours away for school. So to me, it's like, oh, go. You, you have the opportunity to see something else. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, the dating apps came out, but it was like just Tinder. And it was kind of like, is this a joke? It's 2 a.m. on a Saturday night party. I'm going to fucking swipe or something okay. it, it wasn't really viewed as a real thing no but also you're in i never had hinge i never had any of that right right in college you don't need an app you go to the bar and you make out with somebody and then maybe yeah. you take them home maybe you don't yeah i lived in a frat house too so it was it was oh, not shit. the the okay. apps were not a they weren't needed to provide a party exactly i was in a sorority what frat were you in i was in delta kappa epsilon since okay. since uh since booted from penn state but we had fun deke <laughs> Deek, Deek, yep, yeah. Um, Deeky Dick. I don't know. We never heard that one. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't have that at Bing. I went to Binghamton. Binghamton. And I was, I w- Binghamton. I went to Alpha Fate. I was in Alpha. Fate. Yeah, yeah, I know them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Alpha Binghamton Fate. was super fun. Upstate. Yeah, yeah. Is it like so? I feel like it's the same as Penn State. It's like just depressing around the school, oh, but then yeah. the, then there's like a little pocket where it's great, and if you stray too far from that pocket, you're like. Why the fuck am I spending time here? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that Penn State is probably more of like that campus vibe. Yeah, like a big Michigan, campus, maybe? huge campus. Yeah, that's that's right. comparable. Binghamton is more like a half-assed bullshit campus because like our downtown is still pretty fucking gross. Yeah. There's a strip of bars, but it's nasty. That's how I feel about like Maryland College Park. I visited the University okay. of Maryland and I was like, there's like a little tiny little four bar stretch. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I'm in a fucking rough area. Like this is depressing. Penn State area is not even like rough. It's just like coal mining towns that have fucking fallen onto. Yes. So Binghamton. Painkillers. Right. <laughs> Bringing back that. isn't like that. What it mm-hmm. is, it's the drug trafficking center of the Northeast. Whoa. And it has a large veteran population, like, because there's a big veterans hospital. So there are like, honestly, like. A lot of mentally ill. And methods. paralyzed people. Yeah. <laughs> in wheelchairs. Yeah. Like a, like a Skid Row-ish type vibe. Yeah. It was not great um mm-hmm. yeah it was not uh but but you know we made it a great time like the whole yeah. reason that i uh pledged a sorority 
was to like have a better social life, to be honest. You oh, know? no doubt. Yeah, I, I joined to have fun. I didn't give a shit about being a philanthropy chair or whatever. Oh. You got it. I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go do the community service stuff. But I joined to have a good fucking time. Yeah. And I did. I had a great time in college. It was great. I have no complaints. Um, I had a great time, too. I maybe was you, too drunk, but I had yeah. a good time. Well, you were also you went to college before the social media boom of document uh -huh. everything. That was okay. the worst. And yeah, was that in college for you, too? I literally joined Facebook senior year and uh -huh. was like, this is the devil. Yeah, it was it, came out my senior year of college. The funniest thing was people in high school. You know, you go to high school parties. It's like, don't no no beer in the pictures. But then people would just hold a beer and then they would blur it out. And it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't know what the fuck you were doing, Jessica. We, yeah. <laughs> we see the beer. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I joined Facebook when it was you had to have a college email address to join. Yeah. That was the first that. iteration. No. Uh-huh. The first the first everything. Yeah. And it freaked me out. Um, but then I joined and then everybody was on it. Yeah. Like, um, definitely interesting. Like, I guess they were sort of my space. I mean, I was in college at a time where I had to ask my guy friend to give me a porn DVD so I could watch it over and over. Really? That was, that was the time that you weren't, you weren't able to just stream anything on the internet. That no time? porn. No. I was like, give me this DVD so I can watch it <laughs> by myself. The pH, the pH now. Yeah, I mean it's a different world. It's oh a yeah. World. I mean, I remember two clicks and you can see anything. Yeah. Well, I even also remember sending my first text message junior year. Yeah. My literal first. That's text funny. Message. I don't know the first time I sent a text, but it had to have been on like a singular mobile flip phone of sorts. Yeah, of course. No, it was. no doubt. With the with the with your you're pressing the number five million. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to get to letter. A B C or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and funny enough, this is a good connection. The first person I texted was that same guy friend that gave me the porn DVD to watch. And you texted him to get the DVD. <laughs> that, that, that would be a good bet. That's not what I did. <laughs> I remember being bored in a defensive driving class. Like a bunch of us were like, fuck, our parents are on our ass to take another defensive driving class to lower our whatever insurance rates. So yeah. we went hung over on a weekend and I was so bored in the class. And I was like, what's this text message thing? And I texted him. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm not bored anymore. It was amazing. It did. It was cool. Uh, the The cell phone thing is probably gone too far, but it was crazy when it came out. Like, it, yeah, I the, I don't even know what they do in schools, because back then everybody would be on their phones throughout the day at school. But it was a big no, no to get caught with it. Like if you if they saw you on your phone, they'd be like, you're in trouble. Yeah, like, there's no way they enforce that now. Right. Well, okay, so my niece and nephews, um, I have boy, girl, twin, niece and nephew that are 14. They're freshmen in high school. And I okay. have a little nephew that's in sixth grade. They're three years apart. Um, and I don't think the 14, I think like high school, you can keep your phone on you, but like mm -hmm. you can't be playing around with it in class. But the the eleven year old in sixth grade, he uh, it, it it's like locked away. Like he cannot just walk around school with it in class. Okay, they got the yonder packages. Something. <laughs> they got, the, they, they they got what Dave Chappelle's where doing. They lock it up. They lock it up. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or he keeps it in a lot. I I really yeah don't yeah. Know. But, he, but he definitely doesn't have it in class during the day. Okay. Yeah, it's I. Weird. It just feels like in high school, 
they're going to be uh, do they not use laptops in high school now i don't even know they do right they're just yeah, yeah. It's, they do yeah they all have i uh, laptops or ipads like they're 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 nobody's handwriting in a notebook yeah yeah handwriting that the cursive was dead for my generation but the next thing is going to be just writing in general is going to go handwriting is going to be dead in like two generations no question yeah how are you going to write a post-it note to remember something there's no more post-its post-its are out there's going to be a digital post-it it's just a i don't know how that's going to work but i guarantee it's it so weird life is weird i mean here's the thing is like the technology boom happened too quickly yeah we're definitely gonna realize like if we survive as a society that we fucked this up <laughs> The tech boom went way too fast. No regulation. We're just no regulation. Our instant gratification desires too fulfilled these days. Yeah, yeah. So our conversation didn't get too sexual, but I did mention no. porn. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you my final question that I ask at the end, which is perfect for you because you are in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, if you could get down and dirty with anyone, a celebrity, yeah. and any person, any woman, whatever. Yeah with no consequences your girlfriend is like no, no no this is your hall pass like yeah. i'm totally cool with this who would it be and why i got a big thing for noelle wells she's um one time on snl briefly master of none and then she did this movie called mr roosevelt that okay. i love and um she's got like i don't know she's quirky she's very hot fucking gorgeous and um okay. just something about her like really intrigues me not just sexually but like uh I don't know. I just like it's like, oh, it seems she seems complex and I want to definitely have sex with her, but also just figure that out, you know? <laughs> I like that. I like that. So I, um, who do I want to have sex with recently? Yeah, what about I you? Mean, anybody, anybody else. Do you do, do you do this every episode? Do you have a new one every episode? <laughs> no, I don't have a new okay, one every okay. episode. Okay. Um, I, I really, I was into Nick Robinson for a while. He's on Made, that, that Netflix show. Yeah, I saw that. Is he the guy who um is the drunk boyfriend? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's hot. He's, hot. he's bad boy hot. hot too. Yeah, yeah. And I like hair show. like that. I'm mm -hmm, not very mm -hmm. into like a head of hair like that. Long but kind of wispy, right? Yeah. Didn't he have that? Yeah. yeah. Not and not like ponytail like a rocker. Like mm -hmm. like, you know. Um He showers. He showers. I mean, his hair was kind of greasy in that and that series. Yeah. He had to because he was a piece of shit in that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like anyone else that I'm thinking of celebrity wise, not really. Like I love Chris Stefano and his fat tush. I he's love hilarious. That tush. He's, he, he's great. He's a, oh my God. He's the best. He's a handsome he's man. He's a handsome man. He's a, he's a thicker, oh. he's a, he's a thicker cut of beef, but he is a handsome man. And I love a thicker cut of beef. Oh yeah. That's my jam. Mm -hmm. I want you to have. Big hands, a tush, a, a a meaty torso. I want a meaty body. That's the next body positivity movement. We're gonna start admiring thick men. Oh, you know? I love thick we're, we're we're already there, but we're gonna. I love thick. And I'm here I for that. Juicy and delicious. That's yeah. Oh God, maybe I should go on a date. I'm yeah, <laughs> I, I I love watching football to see the juiciest guys. You know, oh, I'm not gonna. Juicy. That's why men like football. It's just to admire <laughs> the shape of a bigger man's ass. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell our listeners where to find you and plug the shit out of yourself. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at it's con it, my Instagram is at it's Connor Dixon. 
Um, I'm uh, pretty active there, promoting shows, posting some stand-up clips. And uh, well, I also co-host a show called Asswave Comedy. <laughs> if you're in New York, uh, I didn't make the name up. Uh, said ass a lot today, but <laughs> Asswave Comedy is a, we got a show in a month, December 29th. And uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. I have a bunch of shows coming up this month and next. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Denise. I got it yeah, right that time. There, there we go. go. <laughs>